0: That's up to twenty five percent off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST.
1: And here we go, everybody. Welcome, welcome to the show to the Barnburner program on a Tuesday as um, the soothing sounds of Dean Mulberg. As we look at that hollow empty space on your screen, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook or wherever you're watching live is we do not have a, uh, a retster today. We're sans ret.
2: He's very active on social media last night though. I, I bet he was. You, did you not see? I did not ah. see. No, I did not. See, and you, like you're a bad teammate. Okay. You gotta get push alerts from Rhett's tweets. He does it like once bring a me up to speed. Well, he was in the suite for the Leafs and Sabres, as we know. Mm-hmm. And we have three Rhett uh, items in the Pinder Report. Oh uh, but essentially he you could you could see the shit eating grin on his face, even though the camera was pointed the other way. Yeah. As he said, Great to see the Leafs faithful heading for the exits early. <laughs>
1: Because Buffalo was up. And they were. Yeah. They uh, Nylander would score after that to yeah. make it closer, but they still hung on to win. Nylander. You had him on uh, Beltway yesterday, didn't you? I had him for two, so
2: that was one oh. point. And then I had Matthews to score, but Tage Thompson kept setting up. Alex yeah, yeah, Top who yeah. wasn't scoring on yeah, his own. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <sighs> Hi, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to the program. We are here in the Tower Chrysler Studios. Tower Chrysler, the only Tower Chrysler dealer that we recommend you. Only one for you. to know. Uh, when it comes to Tower Chrysler dealers, there's really none better than Tower Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram here in the city of Calgary. We have got a show today. It's a game day. Helmets on. It's yeah. cool. uh, big one? Big is it one. a big game? They're all That's big That's the games. question yeah. I have is, is it
2: still a big game? If they want to lose tonight, then we'll have some not big games. Yeah.
1: So to keep the games being big, tonight is a big game. Okay, then it's a big game tonight. Big game. The uh, Arizona Coyotes are the host. The third and final matchup, I believe, between these two. It has gone fairly well so far for the two Flames. For two two. They're two and two. A rare uh, bottom feeder they haven't lost two for to. Two. Yeah. They're, yeah, And wow. you know what? On the last one, they gave it a shot. Yeah, they did. They gave it a shot as they were down, what, three to one?
2: I think they were out shooting the shit out of the, yep. the Yotes and down by two midway through the
1: game. And then finally things clicked.
2: Jacob Pelche looked good. We saw the uh, walking in. Really? Walker, what did you just press? I don't know what you mean. Do that again.
3: Walker, nerd.
2: See, that's good.
1: Yes. Slowly coming together, Bender. Mm. Slowly, A year together. two, we are going to be such oh, a man, wait
2: machine. Is there a year two? I mean, if we're not finally dead, it's yeah, going to be yeah. awesome. I know. Year.
1: Yeah, wait till we do or this bankrupt whatever the
2: terminology time. is yeah
1: down in uh, in in arizona it's uh, eight eight o'clock tonight eight o'clock mountain time eight o'clock don't know what they do there for time zones don't know if they have daylight savings i just know it's eight o'clock here at the mullet arena you know what dan vladar was in net for both wins so far against the coyotes really? is there a chance no okay because <laughs> i saw it this morning like, so, okay well that's yeah i remember that i I shouldn't say
2: there's no chance i just think it's a very very slim chance yeah i mean daryl has not been shy about using markstrom now that he again looks like jacob markstrom no we're waiting a while for him to look like this don't go frittering it away now
1: do you like the fritter
2: describe the fritter is that like the loosely
1: i'm confusing it with danish what am i yeah the danish is rectangular with kind of uh, it's like it's almost like middle. um crystallized sugar on top with yeah, the yeah. S- slots and then you can see the che- mm-hmm. the apple or the cherry inside Yeah, the goo. The fritter is again it's it's kind of a rectangular shape but not necessarily it's bigger, thicker um, but it has apple inside but it's there's no opening on it. It's just like a uh, it's like a soft ball of dough and apple filling. I'm not going to say no to that. I didn't mean, yeah. my might- Losing sleep, dreaming about them. No, but I'm definitely going to hammer a few. Yeah, it's pretty if good. If there's a plate of them on the table. Yeah. There's the fritter and then the cruller. I, I do like the cruller, but I'm more of a fritter guy. Okay. Yeah. I'll take your word for I'll it. I'll be, I'll be frittering before I'll be
2: crullin'. I believe, I uh, that, that is a term that Rhett tried to use on the old show.
1: Yeah. Frittering away. Frittering away. Yeah. yeah. Frittering. Can't be frittering away all these points,
2: wrapping them up in dough, <laughs> baking them, covering up all yeah. tasty. Can't be doing that with these points. Jamming apples inside them. Come there, on, frittering up. Ramming them with cream.
1: Huh? Let's, uh, no Rhett today, but we got, a, our, we got our NHL insider, who I thought we would, I just assumed we would not have today. Because Why? I believe there's general managers' meetings whenever oh, there's some right. kind of whoop de doo kind of a deal. He's traveled out, he's done. Frank Serravalli is there, but or, or maybe he is there and is actually he's just there. making time for us. Let's bring Frank Serravalli into the conversation. He, of course, with Daily Face Off. And uh,
4: well, there Foundation he is, Network. he's at
1: home. He is at home. Huh. Very odd to see you not at a, are you Are you jealous? Are you having some FOMO watching all the other insiders traipsing about, hobnobbing? That's good words.
3: Yeah. No. I no. was en route and when my delay on Sunday reached hour four, I just I pulled the pin. I've just had enough. Oh, I've had enough dear. of travel BS and I'm just like, come on, man, get it together. Can't do it. Now I want
2: to ask Frank, because he's like a steely veteran and a and an insider, but then I remember like he's younger than all of us or something crazy like that. Um has travel always been this hard? I feel like it's been an absolute fucking nightmare yeah. and i Feels get like the pandemic but like still now it's a nightmare why haven't we done we should be good at this now right planes in the air airports all this shit's been happening for yeah, a while been around it's been doing this for years frank what 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 are you hearing
3: i don't think it's any different than it always has been um okay. I, I mean i've this is year 14 or 15 for me traveling a lot i don't notice a difference really much at all
1: okay It's a good point by you. If there was any other industry that has gone backwards, yeah, you don't get from point A to point B any quicker.
2: No, slower. Flight times
1: are kind of the same. Yeah, slow down, slower. Yeah, it's it's gotten longer. Lines are longer. Imagine now you
2: got to take your fucking shoes off because
1: one idiot tried to light his shoes on fire.
2: One fucking asshole like
1: 20 years ago. If, if some guy took a dump in the aisle at the grocery store, now all of a sudden it's
2: like, Oh, well, we can't have washrooms at grocery we stores. Can't have or grocery one stores asshole now. did
1: it on earth. Once. That's right. See, imagine if grocery stores, what would be? that would be terrible. If any other, here's industry- the
3: amazing thing about travel is that the prices haven't changed. Like the prices of flights haven't changed, which means that more people than ever are traveling and it's just bogged down the entire system. You know, we're going to hit, record numbers year after year of people that are getting on planes. And for whatever reason, you could still fly from Calgary to Arizona for 99 bucks. Like how, how is that possible 14 years later?
2: (laughs) Once you leave the U S it's not cheap anymore. But yes,
1: that's uh, the crazy. best thing to do: is just get across the. If you're Canadian, Let's get, across get across the, across line, the border, and flights. then plan your travel. Then yeah. fly all over the fucking place because yeah. it is—it's a hundred bucks anywhere you want to go in the U.S. Crazy. We can't go to friggin' I, Edmonton for a hundred bucks from here. No, truly, you can't.
3: I'm actually having a hard time getting through this segment because right before you brought me in, you guys were talking about the frittering and the crawlering. and then yeah. right at the very end, you didn't even notice. Boom! you got it. We got a pinder. Is he just like? He's stuck in the ram him with cream. And I'm like.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I rammed him a, with
3: cream. All right. Let's go to Frank yeah. now. After we rammed sick, him pass. With cream. He's a sick <laughs>
1: pass. We know we gotta we gotta keep up with Frank. So man. so where are the GM meetings? Hmm. Question number one. And number two, what obviously they're just rule chip potential rule changes. What do the GMs because we know there's board of governors and owners' meetings and all that, but what do the GMs actually accomplish?
3: Usually not much. It's a lot of talk and not a lot of action, if we're being totally candid. Um Yesterday, for instance, they had the 32 GMs broken up into four groups of eight, and they discussed in their breakout groups a lot of different things. One of the big topics was uh sort of needless fights after big hits. And they determined, you know, with some some help from the, the the player in puck tracking and, and people watching and logging games that 89% of the fights that occur after a big hit, the hit was clean. And so they're saying, do we need to do something about that? We have an instigator penalty. Should that be enforced more? Should we change the dynamic of the instigator penalty? Because it comes with not just the two minute minor, but also an automatic five and 10 that's 17 minutes of penalties and when it's 17 minutes of penalties to hand out that means that on 89% of those fights well only 42% of them have had the instigator properly applied so that was one of the big talking points on monday but eventually what they worked themselves into was let's table this and and continue to talk about it we're not sure what we want to do yet so That sort of moved to the item, uh, the agenda item today, uh, as well as high sticks, uh, inadvertent high sticks of teammates that should be video reviewed because a lot of times, you know, the referee sees the head go back and they raise their hand for the high stick, but it it should be, you know, checked out on video to say, hey, this was actually from a, a teammate. This was friendly fire. And same thing with puck over glass. So that's another topic that was covered on monday was should we institute video review because i know that's what every fan wants is mm-hmm. more video yeah. review to see if the puck the puck properly cleared the boards or not
1: god this is boring shit, eh? i mean we've wow. talked about it for about a hundred seconds that's uh, too much i'm ready to I'm gouge really, my eyes out god I I'd can, rather yeah, go yeah, go back let's to not do that and... yeah. And imag- but imagine those guys. Oh, it, it, Okay, now what we're going to do? Like, who is it? Is it, it like who's running this? Frank Brown? Like, who's running these meetings? Okay, guys, here's what we're going. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have some breakout groups, and we're going to talk about huggy, Bloggy, Floggy block. It'd be Charlie Brown teacher
3: so within a minute
1: by last name first letter. God, go A to F over here.
3: Amazing. Yeah. So now, you know what?
1: You were checking your phone. There is there any breaking news? Got oh, yeah, anything going on there? Yeah. Kind of. Uh,
3: No, I just was tired of listening to you guys. Big
1: trade, yeah. Um, Is there a rule in the NHL today that you would change if you could? Is there one that kind of just grinds your gears?
3: Yeah, uh, coaching youth hockey, one of the big things that sort of bothers me is that you can still ice the puck on the penalty kill. That's been a big rule change in USA hockey. I don't know if it's the same in Canada Mm -hmm. or not, but when Mm -hmm. our guys are on the penalty kill, you cannot ice the puck. It's still icing. And so, it's it's one of those really odd things to explain to an eight year old as you take him to an NHL game to watch, or you yeah. watch on TV. That they're like, "Oh, that's icing," and you're like, "Oh no, no, it's it's okay. The team took a penalty, and now they get to do something they weren't allowed to do before." So,
2: so you're going to are have they allowed a whole... to change after the icing? Or i I know I'm getting really deep into no. the minutia on eight U hockey in the U.S.
3: Uh, well. Yeah, you. Uh, I think you are. Yes.
2: So it doesn't matter anyway. Then, I it change anyway. <laughs> yeah, I. I don't know.
1: I. I, mean,
2: would... I if you're
3: talking I... about generating more offense, like why not? Like why? Why is it that NHL players can't be forced to make a play with the puck, as opposed to being on the penalty kill and just firing it down the other end of the ice?
2: Sure. I mean, there's lots of ways. Like I've thought about the whole like penalty is two minutes, making a full two minutes, score as many times as you want. Used to be. That'll, that'll deter idiots from taking meaningless penalties.
1: It'll also change the way GMs make up teams. You might get more skill. What a shame. You get
2: more scoring for sure, right? Um, but there's we, that. This feels like July stuff. Jesus.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just I'm throwing it in just because we were talking about. Yeah. They're gonna do I don't feel like anything's going. Major's going to get accomplished here, Frank. Like, but is there anything? That. Is there one? It took me a while. I guess I'm okay with it. The just the automatic puck over glass. We let the refs have. The, you know, their opinion. and They're reading the game. And they have judgment on every other thing in the game. But now we've taken away any possible judgment on this. It's just an automatic two minutes. I love I, it. I, I, I don't know.
3: Again, force these guys who are highly skilled and highly paid to make an actual play with the puck. Could you imagine? Rhett's career would have lasted like six games if that penalty was in place then. Not even here. It's not even here, Frank. Jeez. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. So, friendly fire.
2: Is it possible Rhett's thrown us completely off his scent? He's not in Nashville, and he's in Philadelphia trying to drum he's up just, some interest for
1: the new GM job just there? He's taking or? the week off. <laughs> uh, I think there's it's Nashville, and there's a bunch of liquor. Yeah. So he'd be, he'd be there. He'd like that more than
2: being
3: a GM, I think.
1: So what about uh, is Danny Brier, his job to lose, his job period? What's the st- sense status there?
3: Yeah, I think it's certainly going to be his job, not his job yet. They still need to go through the formal interview process, but uh, certainly appears to be trending that way. He was the Flyers' sort of preferred in-house candidate, uh, as they, I think, everyone sort of recognized at a certain point the way this season had devolved, the sort of toxic nature uh, that had developed in this this fan base. You know, there were people protesting and uh, outside the arena it's not just fire Chuck Fletcher. It's also Comcast sell the team, like get out of the hockey business. They want their, their franchise back. It, it just hasn't been the same since Ed Snyder passed away. And yeah, so Danny Briere is, is very likely going to be the guy. I think the bigger question is who is going to be the president of hockey ops that ends up being his boss. Is it uh eric lindros who's spent a lot more time around the league i I, about around the team as well i would say probably unlikely but there's been a couple other names that have popped up in recent days uh eddie olchick is one that i would throw out there i think he had some deep conversations with the flyers over the last 18 months about the status of the team and also ray shero is one that comes to mind former penguins and devils gm his dad, of course, was the coach, has the name cachet in the marketplace that uh, led them to their only two Stanley Cups in franchise history in the mid-70s. So um, those are a couple names I'd keep an eye on. But when the GMs convene again in June, I would think that Danny Briere is the man sitting in the chair for the Philadelphia Flyers.
2: I was going to ask you, like, and you, Nate, you dropped a couple interesting names, and that was for president. But still, I sort of think, you know, depending which organization you're in, there's a lot of responsibilities that blend between... President of Hockey Ops versus being a GM. What would a strong list of GM candidates be? I understand they like Danny Breer. I think most teams like their AGMs, so they wouldn't be sitting there as AGMs. But um, if you had to, Frank, you're, you're a billionaire. You just bought a team. You've got the, the Houston expansions. Uh, who do you, if you can pick any free agent GM, who is it? Because we know there's a couple on the horizon this summer, but there are guys out there that are good too. Like wh- how would you compile a list or a power rankings of guys to be GMs?
3: Well, that's the thing. I don't know how seriously they're going to take this process in terms of interviewing authentic candidates um, because if they're being honest and getting a true assessment of their team and their organization and where it's at, they should be listening to as many people as possible and, and right. really opening the field up. If I were purchasing the team um, and, and installing a new general manager and putting in a president of Hockey Ops title, The first person that I'd be calling would be Eric Tolsky, the assistant GM of the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, An incredibly smart individual, uh, has been the brains, the big brain behind a lot of their success over these last number of years, and is someone that uh, works really well with others, but might not have the sort of, you know, press conference, command authority, Uh, you know, stage presence that a lot of people might look for in a more traditional GM candidate. Uh, He's like one of those guys that is so smart that when you talk to him, like you actually feel like you're not on the same planet as him. And that's not a knock on him at all. It's just that I don't really care if my GM is front-facing or not. I only care if my team wins. I don't care about winning press conferences. And that's what you have the president of Hockey Ops for, is to take some of the heat off the GM, allow him to do his job, manage the corporate business, and, and be the guy that stands there in the press conferences and, and takes bullets. And if that's the case, if you truly want to win, then you're the Flyers. Like, Eric Tolsky started his career as a Flyers blogger for SB Nation. Really? Wow. I mean, it's, what better fit than that for someone to come in and, and run your team?
2: I love Berkey here in that president role. And I would never say go give him the full reins as GM. I don't know that I think his skill set's so perfect for what Frank just talked about. Get some really sharp hockey people and let Berkey be the guy that deals with the media, that does the luncheons, that schmoozes with high-end clients. I, yeah. Like he was perfect at that here. Now,
1: is it working in Pittsburgh with he and Ron Hextall? Cause it from a, a mile a hundred miles away it it doesn't seem like it's going swimmingly there
3: well I, i think it's going swimmingly between the two of them which is probably really all that matters because the reason why brian burke works as president of hockey ops is that he's not a pretender in the sense that he's not in there dictating that you need to do this this and this and then holding the hammer over your head telling you to do it he is the sort of um He's the overseer and and has that, you know, presence in the room to be an advisor and a guiding voice or light, but he's not telling you what to do. And that's why it works. That's, I think, the real hang up when you change from one person that's all encompassing like Chuck Fletcher was to splitting it into two parts is can only work if that person that has the sort of so-called higher title as president of Hockey Ops seeds all of the decision making process to the GM. And then is only there as a support feature, and is there as a public front-facing uh, person. So Brian Burke was able to do that in Calgary. He did it, and he's doing it in Pittsburgh. And and he's he's hitting that circuit that you talked about the the dinners, the luncheons, the sponsors, the corporate responsibilities that no one really wants to do or has time for. But you know, for two and a half million bucks, Brian Burke will do it.
2: And to be fair, like, I, I think what you're alluding to is the team might not look dominant, but, I mean, they're in the Sid, Malkin,
1: Latang window. They well, have I, to keep going. I right? guess what it is, it's more, it, I didn't, you had him there. I just thought for a long time, Ron Hextall was a respected hockey guy or a hockey executive. What about his body of work there? And what about his body of work in Pittsburgh? Because, I, I, yeah. I, or sorry, I, I think I asked you a couple uh a couple weeks ago, it sure seemed like there were a lot of unhappy, at least media people, with what the Penguins were doing.
3: It's wholly unimpressive. That's the best way to describe it. You know, he was sort of touted in Philadelphia as this draft expert and guru. And yeah, the Flyers have advanced a number of players to the NHL. You know, Travis Sandheim, Travis Konechny, Ivan Provorov. Like, yeah, those players have gotten there. Carter Hart as well. But there's also a lot of misses in their draft portfolio. And when he left, he left at a time in which there wasn't really a whole lot else to hand off to Chuck Fletcher. Like, it's not like there's some burgeoning, you know, prospect core that's coming and he's built up one of the true elite organizational prospect teams. That's, that's just not true. And so Pittsburgh, he hasn't had, it's been a totally different sort of path, but once they went down the road of signing those guys, Malkin and Latang, and then Brian Rust and, and they resigned Ricard Raquel for a long time. Once you sign all these guys to long-term deals to then pivot at your first deadline after that and say, well, we're not going to give up our first round pick. Maybe this team isn't good enough. You're, you're, all you end up being, and I say this all the time, is half pregnant. There's no such thing. You either are or you aren't. You're in or you're out. You've either got this group of, of of stars that are playing in the twilight of their career, and you're giving them every opportunity to win, while also paying them big money for a long time, or you're saving your bullets for the future. But if you're doing that, then why would you have signed those guys to that term no more than six months ago? It makes no sense to me.
2: Yeah, they're puck committed when he got there, but yeah. not using
1: your first. That's a good point. Yeah. Are GMs, is it just me getting older and now these are guys that I watched, or is the GM job, is it becoming more for, for younger people? Because I, I was just looking, Drury, Drury's 46, Briere 45 if he gets it, Mike be 48. 40, have they always been, have we had 40-ish-year-old GMs, or is it, is it changing a little bit because of, like you say, that director of hockey ops, and then you have somebody else who's ordinarily maybe an AGM who just takes over the GM spot?
3: No, I I think it's been somewhat consistent. Like there's always a few outliers. Like there was John Chica in in Arizona. He came in at 27, obviously didn't last that long. Kyle Dubas Dubas came in as a young guy and and he's been in the job for a while. So there are certainly some outliers to it. Uh, Kyle Davidson, I think in Chicago is 34-ish. So there's always a couple guys that are a bit younger, but then, by and large, it's mostly been an older GM population. Like you think of the David Poyles, the Lou Lamorellos, the Ken Hollands. That group yeah. is obviously beginning to change out. David Poyle uh, stepping aside in Nashville in a few months. Um, you know, I'd expect this is the last contract for Ken Holland in Edmonton as GM. You know, Only that's that's all going to turn over and become younger. But I think it's always sort of been in that 45 to 55 range and mostly of former players, and some just end up hanging on a bit longer on the back end of it.
1: What about you for the GM job in Philly, Frank? Are you? I think you could do a better job. We also you also up, didn't Philly, you start Jesus. as a blogger and a writer, and now look how smart you are. You're in Philly. You're already oh,
3: there. So smart. Or, just you just or you want the director
1: of hockey ops? Is that what you're saying? Let,
2: let yeah, that's that's
3: it. President. That would be president of hockey ops. I I could win a press conference. I think.
1: Sure.
3: You yeah, can. you could go um, schmooze
2: with the clients and go yeah. on
1: trips and. Across the flesh that's, that's what you're saying yeah. right yeah. get get pizza brought in when everyone's hungry and hammered go up to jasper to play hockey whatever yeah. they yeah. need you could do that
3: yeah you God know what be uh, still yeah.
1: you know what he did last week he upset the apple cart in our town really did you see what happened he came on here and started doing he's just throwing his elbows around you know this I don't know why they're not playing Jonathan Huberto on his left side. Don't you know that he set a record there a year ago? You dumb, you put him on the the right side since before Christmas. What are these guys thinking? I don't remember And then,
2: like that, but okay.
1: All of a sudden, it becomes big news, and Daryl Sutter bowing, caving under the pressure that you placed upon him and the team, putting him up back on the
3: left side. Two points. Do you know how many calories I would burn if that's what I was actually doing all day? That'd be amazing. I I might actually be I might actually be skinnier. Um about time. Yeah. Like, I'm not knocking anyone else or criticizing, but like Pinder, the first thing you said when I brought it up was this has been since Christmas. Mm -hmm. Why was why did it take until March seventh to be a talking point?
2: Well, I think because he wasn't good before Christmas on the left side. Um, but he, I do think there's some more there on the left. I don't know that it's the difference between 115 points and 50,
1: uh, but it might be 10 or 15 points. It just it, We said it yesterday. And I've talked to you away from this. It just seems like when you're scrambling, you're, when you're just searching for answers. Yeah wouldn't you just kind of go back to reset the dials to things that have worked past Mm -hmm. experience being such a great teacher. So often Mm -hmm. it just seemed like it was a natural thing, but there there seems to have been a lot of things that were natural to us and to a lot of fans that could have happened here long ago that weren't. So I just add it to the list. Maybe not having Milan as a top six (laughs) forward for six weeks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
3: All I'll say is I, I think. What it speaks to is, and I'm not making excuses for Jonathan Huberto. this season has been a flat out disappointment. There's no two ways about that but I think what it speaks to is how uncomfortable a year it's been. like it seems like nothing has been right, and then you add this on top of it like i i just I just think there's been constant friction there from start to finish, whether it was ice time, whether it was deployment, whether it was you know who his line mates are. I don't. He has. He has not done what he needs to do. But at the same time, I also can't think that anyone can sit here and say he's been put in the best position to succeed. Is that fair?
2: That's totally fair. There's lots of blood on lots of hands here, for sure. Um, Calgary's outside looking in right now. In the East, Florida's on the outside looking in. Washington's had a down year. What's the biggest disappointment for a team to potentially miss this year? Not necessarily those three, but. What would be the biggest, like, oh boy, that's, that's not good? Because it feels like this is a hot market, and Florida was a President's Trophy winner last year. Washington felt like just stamp them every year.
3: I would say, you know what's interesting? I was talking to an NHL head coach about this yesterday afternoon. We were just, you know, BSing about whatever. Yeah, throwing those elbows around today. And he goes, you know what's amazing about – he unprompted, he said, you know what's amazing about the Calgary – florida trade is like and and just frankly calgary in general the off season last year is no one's happy everyone has gotten screwed 14 ways from sunday on this deal kachuk goes to florida has a great season he gets his money maybe he's the only guy there that's happy in florida saying well we have a game-changing player but the flames on the outside looking in at the playoffs Uyghurs started incredibly slow. Huberto's had a miserable season. Johnny Gaudreau walks thinking that he's going to get a pile of cash and be able to go home to Philly or New Jersey and gets neither and stuck in Columbus on the 32nd place team in the league. Like Oof. this has been a, an entirely miserable experience for just about everyone involved. And I to say – which one has been more miserable than the other. It's hard to pick, but I would, I would lean on it. And as much as the the president's trophy, you know, does or doesn't mean anything, the flames also won the division last year. So um, it's not like they're that much better off. Um, But I would still say both those teams headed into this season thinking worst case scenario for the, the Florida Panthers. And this is coming directly from their management team Worst-case scenario, we'd be battling for seventh or eighth. Yeah. Not and like... in the past,
1: yeah. Uh, like, in the past, you've seen these sorts of things arise. I always think about, you know, Luke Robitaille. He was just such a great L.A. king. There's some guys that leave, and then they come back. I mean, David Perron was in St. Louis how many times? Mm-hmm. But because of the numbers and the salary and everything else, even if the Flames wanted Goudreau back, let's say, and if Goudreau wanted to come back... It, it's just not as easy to do those sorts of things anymore where you br- get the guy who's maybe l- like, like romance, you
3: know, maybe it wasn't a money thing. The other people, then you realize hey, one it was thing. Like if the, I, Cal- like, the Calgary flames wanted to bring back both those players, it, it was, had nothing to do with reshaping the cap or money. They had room for both. Mm-hmm. It was purely, and it, I don't even think it was Johnny. I don't think Johnny had any issue coming back. I think he wanted to come back. In fact, not to, you know, relitigate this again, but the Flames uh, the day before thought that he was coming back. There was an afternoon sort of buzz and spring in everyone's step, you know, as the the hours dragged on before free agency where they thought they were getting him back. They had negotiated the contract, gotten to everywhere, uh, was comfortable with the numbers. And and then Johnny Gaudreau went on a, a car ride with his wife and then called the Flames back tearfully and said, sorry, I can't do this. So it wasn't a money thing. The Flames had the ability to keep everyone. It's just that then Johnny got out and Matthew wasn't coming back. So he forced his way out. Those things happen. They just yeah, do. It's, it just didn't come down to money.
1: I guess I just mean it. After the fact. If you were if you were to have at the GM meetings, maybe say, you know, kick a line in and you know, or sit down, we're gonna Okay, how do we in the summer, how do we Johnny's not happy, it's not working for us, and it's not gonna happen with Florida, but it, that you're talking about a guy who's making nine, ten million dollars. You can't just okay, we'll just bring him back, just send him over. We'll just we we take him back. All right. Well yeah, then uh, Well, look, it's a seven year
2: contract. <laughs> maybe when you get to your four and five you can go, yeah. I don't think anyone's Right, a year later, doing anything
3: like that. But, yeah. I but I agree pa- with Frank. Button, but that, uh, that horse is out of the barn.
1: The um, I, I believe all of that to be true. Not that I would ever dispute you, but I do think that there would be Johnny on his own, yeah. unhappy, and then Johnny's. Regardless of what's happened with the Flames this year, I think, I think the the chance, and we don't, we, I won't do this. The, the chance of Legacy as a flame had to have been attractive to him jersey in the rafters all that sort of thing and that's it, it's seemingly gone now and you he left you knew 14 columbus million dollars great.
3: on the table
1: that's a lot of money right you knew God. columbus was a good team but not or was not a, necessarily a terrible team but not to this degree i saw on dailyfaceoff.com mike mckenna writing about the carolina hurricanes uh what do he say pretenders not contenders anymore oh. i don't know if you share his uh, his point of view, but they lose Patcheretti for the season. They thought he was getting him back. He comes Svech. back, he gets hurt again. Svechnikov might be done for the year no now. Timeline, yeah. They got their doors blown off a couple times. They're having a hard on the weekend, having a hard time scoring. Are you uh, are you agreeing with McKenna, or is he being a little hasty?
3: I think it's pretty hasty. Like this has been one of the most consistent teams in the league. Uh, I love that he has his own opinion, and I love that he's you know, able to put it out there and willing to put it out there. It just, for me, the Svechnikov injury changes the equation for sure. Um, this is one of the elite shooters and volume shooters in the league. And I think on a team that, you know, sort of lacks that superstar punch that not having him would really hurt. And they're awaiting more imaging. He has an appointment actually in 45 minutes, which should confirm, um, that torn ACL that's been reported and it's a huge blow. There's no question, but to say that this team is with that defense core and with some of the other players that they have is, is any worse than New York or New Jersey or, um, you know, frankly the Toronto Maple Leafs, Tampa, like I'm sorry, they're right there in the mix.
2: Yeah. Uh, They've, They've done some nice runs here like they haven't lost in the first round except the stupid bubble where they had to win a qualifying round they it's four years in a row they've been second round or deeper they went conference final I like i love the kachetkov kid when you know they got him inked on a cheap cheap deal he's going to be the future there him and freddie anderson like i would not put
1: money on the other side of the table as these guys yeah i like carolina a lot it's kind of surprising looking at that uh i guess i just haven't looked in a while the um the stats there. We had the stat graphic up for the Carolina Hurricanes. I didn't realize that there was that big of a drop-off in terms of goal scoring. They just strike me as being such a balanced team that it was Aho, Natchez, and Svechnikov, and then Brent Burns as the next point getter. Bruce having a year. It could be, I mean, that could be a significant, because you, then you drop down to Terra Vine and 33 points. They're a little more top-heavy offensively than I kind of thought.
2: That's fair. And again, if you got patchy ready, that's someone that would slot in there nicely.
3: And if they had Timo Meyer, and if, and if, and if, I mean, you could. Was that that a team that left you wanting more
2: at the deadline, Frank, given the, that they were, you know, clearly in the best position to win the Metro at the deadline.
3: Not me. And a lot of people have been all over them for it. Like I love that they set their sights on one player and they didn't get him. And so instead of scrambling like chickens with their heads cut off, overpaying for the next guy on their list who isn't nearly as impactful. Oh, because the market says we have to, they're like, eh, we're good. We're going to add a 50 point defenseman and Shane Gostisbehere for, you know, a third round pick. And we're going to take a flyer on Yessipul Yarvi who's under team control. Cause we have the cap space. See if he can recreate some of that world junior magic with Sebastian Ajo. I don't know if it'll happen or not, but worth a try. They, they don't, they don't run around like crazy trying to you know fill holes that don't exist and so they looked at the market and said this is the one guy that can move the needle for us and change things and and everyone else is just window dressing and i it's not a disrespect to the rest of the market or that they think they're smarter than every other team it's just that i think everyone gets caught up in in winning press conferences and trying to do something that they they end up trading away significant future assets for players that I don't like, what did we talk about the Ryan O'Reilly trade in Toronto? And I know he's hurt, so maybe not the best comparable, but the statistic was that he changed their Stanley cup odds by
2: plus 0.4%. Yeah. And you're speaking of Meyer, just to clarify when they said there was one. Yeah, uh,
3: exactly. They said Timo Meyers, our guy, they made a massive offer. I actually think the trade offer proposal that they put on the table is better than what San Jose took from New Jersey. We'll see in the end. It's all going to hinge on Shakir Mukhamadulin. But other than that, like, I I don't know. Like, why go crazy trying to get another piece that you think isn't as good just to say, we're in it. We did something.
1: Talk to us about your kid hockey. Um, You brought it up uh already in this interview you've talked about it before you're on the ice a lot how's the season going how is the coaching uh any tweaks that need to be made are you are how close is the season to being done so pinder your your kids are left. got one weekend left it's there's city championships going on and everything it's a big deal uh we're just wondering how it's going
3: so our season ended two weeks ago in the playoffs uh we got throttled in uh three games and out but it was still we had a great year we had a lot of fun um a couple you crazy parents
1: okay did you get the vert we're gonna need those uh this game is under protest uh, congrats on the those... win
3: uh, number 12 we need to see his
1: birth certificate he's shaving <laughs> was yeah. his shaving before team? the game get your
3: ass over well, here yeah most people are asking for my birth certificate uh that is my age but um yeah just only a couple crazy parents like we had one guy like He's uh he said, "Oh yeah, we're we're going to play AAA next year." I'm like, your kid huh? can't skate backwards. What do you mean you're going to play AAA next year? What like, what
2: are we talking <laughs> we'll about? What? I think our boys the same age cuz he's he's in 8U what they call it there and we're in U9 yeah. here but they're 7-year-olds so they're first year. It's two-year chunks here. Mm-hmm. So your kid's 7, my boys are 7.
3: Yeah. the he and next year he goes, "We're going to go play AAA." See how so that you see how far sitting that sitting
1: gets you. You'll be setting up that's that true. prep team going over to Europe for exhibition yeah, and tournaments and stuff. Yeah. Can't it, wait.
3: It's unbelievable. We had another guy who's, who gives his kid hand signals. So, like, from the stands, he's like, look, he's, like, doing all this stuff. Yeah. And you're like, well, what, what is happening here? Like, can, like, the can we
1: I'm telling you, man. Coach? I mean, I, I've gone through it. Both of my boys are more or less done. I think maybe the, the middle guy will play a couple more years. But I've seen it all. I've seen parents with the hand signals. I've seen parents just hanging over the glass, yelling at the kid, at the coach. I've seen parents with stopwatches, tracking ice time and shift length. And who's, is my kid getting played enough? You name it. It's being done somewhere by some lunatic.
2: I enjoyed uh, filming the shifts in Timbits last year.
1: Yeah, Like, what you're going to go break that jerk down off. with a five-year-old, you lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> and, and part of it is, oh, we just want video of it's, – it's cute. They're in Timbits. No. Mm. You're breaking tape. You're doing this every <laughs> – you're doing this every week. You've got some computer program. Howie Meeker out there. What, oh, it's good, what a
3: bunch though. of jerk-offs. <laughs> Honestly, like, I, I just I, – I I I don't take it too seriously. However far my guy wants to go or play, if he decided tomorrow he doesn't want to play anymore, great. We're going to play – I just think it's so important. Hockey was over two weeks ago. Last weekend, we were at baseball. Let's go do something else. Uh, There's a million things to do. It's not making me happy if you play hockey.
1: And I smile with you like I smiled with Ryan a couple weeks ago. You guys with your seven-year-old kids, hey, we're going to ski and play baseball. We're not playing year-round. In two years, you will both have your kids in spring hockey. It'll be extra hockey. Oh, we just, you know, the season's done so early. You know, it's, it's only March. It's done so no. early. School's in until June. It's just, it's, 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 their buddies are playing, so we're going to play.
2: It happens. I mean, that's what you said. It happens. I, I'm not going to... <laughs> You know handicap the future but <laughs> i am feeling no closer to saying yes to spring than i did <laughs> two years ago before even i had fucking kids
3: yeah yeah i, I need know, a I life know. i can't like i if if he wants to play spring hockey or wants to do whatever my wife can take it i've had enough like i need so your break kid myself.
1: not playing spring hockey gives you a life here to tell you i need uh, more well, than that
3: yeah you're right, All right what was i yeah. thinking
1: so what do you do now you're a hockey insider the trade deadline's come and gone what are you, what are you doing every day?
3: Mail it in yeah. March, buddy. <laughs> right.
1: be, I like that.
3: <laughs> Thanks, Frankie. Good to see you. Appreciate you. Yeah. See you guys. Have a good week.
1: Good to yourself. You too. There he is, Frank Valley. out in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, on the outskirts of Philadelphia. Pennsylvania. Never been. Never been to Philly. Never been to Pittsburgh. It's a lot of that Eastern Hartford. seaboard is still left to know. No, Hartford. No. I liked Philly. Oh yeah. And I like Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, it's I don't think does. yeah, I Pittsburgh don't for sure. Yeah, it's not California, right? No. But it's uh it's a nice uh, nice area. That whole the like Frank is saying, how cheap it is to travel and on that part of the country, how trains, quick it is know, to geez. get everywhere. Yeah. You take trains and stuff, it's awesome. Uh also awesome is uh what Tempe? Mesa. Is that where the flames are tonight? Tempe. At the mullet arena.
2: Mullet arena. Mesa's where they want to get the new rink done, isn't it? Three oh and
1: two in their last five games are the coyotes they have won eight of their last 12 at home and i said it to you yesterday i don't know that it's because it's um, you don't want to go into the mullet arena you gotta you gotta fight the vendors you gotta fight the the guy playing the organ it's not one of those not like going to flin flon let's not get crazy here but i wonder if this is kind of a young team with no pressure they're not making the playoffs they're just having fun they're loose as can be Pseudo Ottawa in a way. There's some good players. Clayton Keller's had a breakout yeah, season. He's been very yet. good. Yeah. Barrett Hayton's playing well. The Lawson Kraus. They've got some guys. J.J. Moser, the uh, Matthias Maccelli, good young players. They're just having fun and winning some hockey games. They beat Minnesota the other night.
2: Rallied to do it with a bunch of Wild fans in the That's house. Right. I think there'd be a bunch of Flames fans in the house tonight too. It's like the last one. Would you like a fun fact? I love fun facts. Do, I you have, you do. do you have more than one, potentially, even? I could do two fun facts.
1: Well, I'm going to need my glasses probably to read this. No, I've got I've got you know, one fun fact. Okay. Because you know the Flames and Coyotes made this trade a couple weeks ago. The bros. That's right. Uh, so far, Nick Ritchie has a goal in three games. First game, yeah. Uh, of course, Brett, he's been unstoppable. Is that right? Since going to, uh, to the... Both Nick and Brett Ritchie have scored for both teams, marking the first time in NHL history a pair of brothers have scored for the same two teams in the same season. It's never been done.
2: That's a lot. Yeah.
1: Brothers, goals, both teams, same two teams. Brother. Which I guess you know the odds of being traded for one another is kind of slim. Brother. 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 Let me tell you something. Brother. Brother. Yeah. When do we see Nick again?
2: Uh, not soon, hopefully. I don't, because if you're not changing the lineup, that means you're still winning. Gosh. I think that the challenge of getting Nick in is it feels like the coach is married to Milan and Trevor, which I would understand, given the jewelry cr- club, that they're veterans, and that uh, he's not trying to explain the system to those guys. But I think Walker Dewar is a better player than him, and I don't think he can slot into the top nine and take. Someone's job, and then
1: it's the dumb penalties and yeah. And as you mentioned, you gotta Walker. That, right. that guy's got to be in the line. Don't take that guy out. Don't you dare do it. So you had other fun facts, but it's the Pinder. No, no, no. I was just. Uh, All right. Would I like a fun fact? Yes, I'd, I'll take two I if know. you have two. Now, usually I save these for when Ret's here, but he's gone this week. So um, mm. more a video, more content being provided by uh shoveler? i don't know if this was the shovel I, I feel bad i keep saying it's the shoveler sending us videos someone on rhett's network we've received yeah someone in his orbit has sent yeah. us some video i didn't realize we had talked to him about fishing and all that that uh i guess over the last few weeks he's gone ice fishing oh
0: well, and did, did say there was
1: that big fish bake in buffalo yeah so maybe that's when it was um and he went ice fishing now again we've, we've talked to him about his apnea issue outdoor dental outdoor.dental online mm-hmm. if you can't sleep if you got apnea you're snoring your quality of sleep the amount of sleep you get it's, it affects every part of your life and yeah. apparently it was supposed to be a, apparently was going to have a hell of a time ice fishing but fatigue sets in and then well here's uh, let's see here's the video I mean, it's obviously his buddy sending in the video yeah it's sure, not it sure which one
2: this but... razor it looks sunny dude look at that
4: He's нормально? Нормально все? Narmala, sir. Narmala, good, sir. Давай so very much.
0: on. We saw
1: him drop his laptop last week. You know, <laughs> Let's go here. <sharp> you can. You could catch your death out there, right? You don't have to live like this. That you hypothermia, don't. right? He, gosh, almighty Just Rhett. get some rest, buddy. Dr. Jay Patel. Maybe when he's back. <laughs> Jesus. But he's back in town. We'll set up an appointment because we cannot keep having. I it.
2: honestly thought that was a walrus
1: and some rocks.
2: We... That's <laughs> horrifying.
1: <laughs> we can't keep having this happen to poor Rhett. Oh, man. Oh, and it's, uh, maybe you're not falling asleep ice fishing necessarily, hey. but if you are, if you snore and you're having a, your quality of sleep is affected, then your life can be better.
2: I am on the fast track to get to Dr. J's. Are you really that little thing I had going on last week? Yeah. It's really not helped with my sleep. I got summoned, no sentenced to the basement last night snoring too much. Is that right? So breathing's waking you up. Yeah. Ever since the you know little yeah, yeah. fevery thing, something in there is not right. I gotta see Doctor
1: J. Well, as Doctor J Patel would tell you, a lot of this, what is it is because of your, your it's the soft palate That's often exactly in the is. back uh, back of your mouth in, in the, the sinus throat, throat. Yeah. in that area. Yeah. You don't need to live this way, Ryan. So now I can start maybe getting videos of you potentially yeah. snoring and falling asleep. And I'm, some jaded yeah. hippies falling asleep at music festivals. <laughs> Two fifteen minute treatments. Can e- it'll increase the tension. It's gonna tighten up things with the soft palate back there. That's
2: Solera Laser
1: Dean. I need right. it. Right. Something like that. The Soleia laser treatment. Soleil, okay. <laughs> Excellent solution for people, not just with the with the storing, also the dental work. A lot of people, it's just the dentist is not a fun place to be. This changes the entire dental experience for you. Outdoor dental, Dr. J Patel. And and they're doing other things there. The 3D printing, they're doing they're doing things you don't think you could do. This at, is not that, your Stone
2: Age dentist. Yeah. They're, they're not there with the the hammers and the the massive chisels. Yeah. Like this is you're getting some cutting edge shit here, which is what we need. I'm I'm serious. You're you said you were going into hearing loss clinic. Yeah, yeah. I want to go see Doctor J this summer.
1: Well, I know that uh, even the Wolverine was saying because he's got some snoring stuff. Oh, I can too. see that. Yeah, yeah. He's a big. He's sawing logs like a husk of iron. I bet. Let's all change our lives for the better. Let's let's just be better humans, better for each other. Let's enjoy things a little bit more. Let's start with Dr. J Patel. And Outdoor Dental, Outdoor.dental is uh, is the website. The Pinder Report, fun facts coming up. Oh, we got lots. We got lots of ret data. You'll love uh, he had the the stopwatch out. We'll explain why. (laughs) Great uh the pinder report there's a video that i don't want to forget i got to play that for you a little special okay. treat for you oh, up a little bit later Better village honda the there, right? yeah village presents the pinder report northwest auto mall online at villagehonda.com. they have their detailing packages As we've told you cars are gonna be a sloppy mess out there right now starting at 79.95 protect your vehicle from the harsh elements of winter get all that sludge and stuff out from underneath because you know it gets slippery i I did one of these on the uh, on the old Stony Trail. Whoa, icy! So what do they do? Salt. Salt gets on your vehicle, just starts eating away. Just num 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 That's what it just starts doing to your vehicle. Village Honda won't have it. Nope. Detailing packages protect your vehicle and that sweet sweet smell, inside and out. Why wouldn't you? Village Honda, Northwest Auto Mall, online at villagehonda.com. It's the Pinder Report.
2: Well, we'll start with the action from Mullet Arena tonight. Yes, it'll be a near capacity, probably mid-4,000 type like attendance number for the NHL team. Really hoping to get a new arena in uh, the greater Phoenix area. Flames 2-0 and oh so far this season against Coyotes. Let's take a look at the lines for the Calgary Flames. Uh, first Coyotes, that's fine. Sure. Keller up top, Hayden, and look at that forever aflame brett richie top line right winger who knew Good. if only they'd used him on the top line right wing
1: you take an awful lot of runs at brett richie and i have no his, problem with brett richie he's the he, best Richie he can be he comes in he's on a league minimum if he if I mean, he's lived up to his contract and expectations, no problem if everybody brett else Ritchie. did on this bloody team it's true
2: i'm not worried about the guy who's making less than a million traded him out of town and Kevin Rooney, their asses to the HL if they're no good. Doesn't even hit really? the cap. <laughs> um. Also note, check out the blue line. There's top pair defenseman, Uso Valamaki. <laughs> oh, and look, for all the moaning, Rhett can finally see Connor Mackey play tonight. I know. For the Arizona Coyotes on a third pair with Victor Soderstrom. They've done a really nice job. Just, what are those... Sharks that they like vacuum onto the belly of the of the shark, the fish, and then all the scraps that come out of the shark's mouth. They yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what the, the the yotes have done to the flames here. They peeled off Valimaki for free on yeah. waivers. They get a Mackie in a trade. Brett Ritchie apparently
1: top liner. Way you go, looking I was t- talking to him before the show. He's playing a ton was shows up there. Plays you well. Know, he's playing second pair, third pair kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Was in that fifteen, thirteen, sixteen minute range. Yep jan 26 so i don't know if that's exactly where chikrin left or started getting sad right it was around then jan 26 he played 21 minutes and 43 seconds has not been under 20 minutes since 25 minutes 24 59 i think against the wild the other day so he is a 22 23 a night top pairing guy for them and uh six points in his last seven games if you need it jeez damn it
2: yeah, damn it for sure. That's a damn it. That's a big damn it. And it, what did he say when he wheeled through Calgary in the fall? Yeah, it's nice being in an environment where there's positive feedback. <laughs> Paraphrasing. We'll go find the quotes. <laughs> Paraphrasing. I don't want to get, oh, you didn't say that. Okay. Well, he made reference to a negative um, environment versus the one he's operating in now and how it suits him a lot better. Nice. Um, and that definitely would fit the bill for what we saw this fall. in well, right here in Calgary. Yeah. There's Flames Lines. Pelche still up top. Man, going to get one tonight, eh? Got screwed out of that one. We'll find out with my betway bets coming up. And then he got knocked over. He's all pissed off at yeah. uh, the Mongers. Oh, he was sour, hey? Yes. Sour. The Mandalorian knocked him over. Was, yeah. Alex was so happy. Dirty
1: play. Take a run out
2: uh, <laughs> yeah. Huberto on the left. Where else are he Thank Diego God. Guys? Jeez. Come on. Give him a pair. No sweat. Uh Backlund, Madge Coleman stays together because why wouldn't they? They've been great. And there it is. Right side of the fourth line. Hammer the button. Walker. Dear. Love to hear it. Love to see it. There you go. D-pairs exact same as Well, no, the whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: while. whoa. What's in the middle? Oh! Rosie. Now, this is up from Daily FaceOff. Off. Well, the show did Daily start Face-off a while ago. Has uh, Rosie, Adam Rozichka back in, centering Lucic and
4: uh walker
1: Uh, whatever right well we'll know more obviously by game time trevor lewis you watch your ass that he just scored i know buried that's why i'm surprised here it would be nice to see razic could get in and i know we've he has done little to nothing in a fourth line role yeah that's true um but man he he's he showed in certain situations he can provide offense for you Yeah. I mean, you put him a skill, he's good. It's just you put him with fourth line guys. He
2: looks like a fourth line guy. He's like, look where he is in the team for scoring on the number of games he's played. Oh, I know. Anyway, uh, that's that. Move along. Here's the standings in the Western Conference. As, uh, yeah, there's the pair, same as always since the Stetcher edition. You, uh, are you happy with your boy Stetch? He's a good puck mover. He's been as advertised. He's not huge. He zips the puck around. He moves well, and, you know, he's, he's going to battle his ass off. He's just the smallest guy in a he's lot of He's slight. Battles. He, is, he is slight. But I liked him. He's showing yeah. up on the score sheet a bit. I mean, as much as you love Dennis Gilbert's tenacity and fearlessness, this is a more
1: quality player in the league at this point. It doesn't necessarily – you know what it doesn't do is it doesn't calm down Zadorov any – it, More that, than Gilbert,
2: maybe, but I hear what you're saying. You, you, you want the the turkey soup to the right of Zodorov. He looks like he's just galloping away out there. Yeah. Uh okay. Stallion. So the standings in the West look as such. Get a win last night, do the avalanche. I stop looking at the avalanche. They're they're gone, Dino. They're flying. Winnipeg is the closest by points percentage there. Nashville's still ahead of you. You are six back with games played even with Winnipeg. Nashville is six back with three games in hand on Winnipeg. There's only one way you get into the playoffs. You got to get on a fucking heater. Maybe two. Maybe it's a heater that lasts now until April 18 or over the playoffs start. And your chance to continue a decent run of play could be four or five tonight with a victory. Got to get her done in Arizona tonight.
1: All right, Tourette. Last... So, I was just going to say Winnipeg is at Carolina if yes. you care. Yeah, coming Freddie Anderson slated uh, to start that one coming up tonight. And, and those teams actually play each other later in the week as yeah. well. Nashville looking like they're idle tonight. If you really? care about so we don't care about Colorado, and I mean Nashville's kind of there, but uh
2: Nashville's got Detroit, Chicago, Winnipeg yeah. coming up. Winnipeg's got Carolina, Boston,
1: Nashville. So they play
2: go. each other. That game clearly we go to overtime to screw the flames. Away we go. Sure. <laughs> Tails old as very as time. very good point. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. Rhett last night. Uh Boy, you want to talk about jet lag getting turned around. Frank's moaning about travel. Look what Rhett had to deal with yesterday. Getting from Buffalo over the lake. Totally exhausted. These flights are killing me. 20 minutes and 39 seconds. (laughs) Private jet from Buffalo, not to Pearson, to Billy Bishop, the downtown island airport where you take a little ferry right into the action of downtown Toronto. That is how you get it done, Rhett. Well done shocking to see him you know catch a break you know what the the beauty about him with the private jet is he doesn't have
1: to buy the seat next to him to have more space that's right yeah usually that's his his move is to buy two seats for the solo flight so now there's no no telling maybe if then if he had to sit beside someone then there's just a little more space in those real bad for him yeah it looks like like there's a lot of leg room. shoehorned
2: in like cattle um okay so that's getting to the game we get to the game we get a little food update and he's actually giving some kudos to the the toronto fans is uh oh well, he loves toronto a, a mic wasn't working for the american anthem i we caught this live and i was like pushing the mute button on my tv i'm like what's going on here why isn't this so the mic didn't work for the anthem singer and the least fans finished off the star spangled banner for the the anthem singer yeah. and then the mic was working again for so he gives. Kudos there. I asked him how the Escort cargo was because he's fancy in the sweet yeah. Canadian salmon and lovely roast beef. Delicious. That
1: is a good ret meal
2: right there. It is.
1: You'd be happy with that. now. And you know what's great is probably everyone else would have the salmon or the roast beef. No, no, no. He would have both uh, sir. The, yeah. the salmon or the roast beef. Yes, yes please.
2: That's right. <laughs> We can play the video of the sound not working for the anthem, but it sounds and looks like the sound not looking for the anthem. Right. We'll take his word for it. Next from Rhett, it's 4-2 Sabres at this point as they rally back from, I believe, a 2-0 deficit. And nobody loves watching the Leafs lose more than Rhett Warner. That's a former Sabre himself. Yeah, yeah. A picture of the Leafs fans heading for the exits. Nice watching Leaf faithful exit the building early. And there's a picture of people getting up. Gathering their belongings, five minutes left in the third. Gotta
1: be traffic, Dean. It's beautiful. He had his full saber thing going, hey. Yeah, I hate these leafs. Yeah. Isn't, I'm a saber at heart. He always
2: does have some like we all do as Western Canadians. There's a there's a certain amount of disdain for the Leafs, and it maybe ebbs and flows depending on what characters are around there, but he's been pretty consistent about his Disinterest in any sort of success for that. And he is. He is a Buffalo guy. He is totally a Buffalo guy, not a Toronto guy. Bad news we alluded to for the Carolina Hurricanes potentially with Frank, it is
1: Svechnikov.
5: Oh, Mr. Svechnikov! I
1: hope people know what you're doing.
3: Well, Jordan Martin. Who well, that's there. right, yeah. Chase. But
1: if, if people don't have not seen that video, they'll wonder what the hell's the matter with him. Yeah, Mr. Sveshnikov,
4: yeah,
1: uh, could be a torn ligament in, in there, there. St- st- stamina thing, uh, yeah, in there. I know collateral like a Brindamore ligament. Brindamore said that's after, and maybe season-ending. Now, part of that could second. be severity of injury, and part of it could be we don't know how deep we're, we're going to go in the playoffs, that sort of thing. But that's. Okay. That's not good for Well, if it's an ACL and they confirm that it is, that's the season. And you're past the deadline and you didn't do a ton at the deadline. Not a ton. Does it change? Because you talked about it with Frank. Do you then go in – do you go harder for Timo Meyer if this happens two weeks ago? Oh, sure. Of course you do. Uh, But that said, I still think the identity of that club is a a
2: superb blue line. They defend really well. They get good goaltending. That hasn't changed here, but, Yeah. They were already not super dynamic offensively, especially when you compare to who's in that division. New Jersey's got all kinds of skill up front. Oh, I know. And the Rangers, good Lord. It's like an all-star team there and in that forward group. Uh, okay. More injuries last night. Arturi Lekanin's return to Montreal. Montage. You got a montage. Former half. Yeah, of course. They love the montages in Montreal. Uh, he was great. I think what? Car play, gold, three points. Hurt, though, leaves the game, doesn't return four to six weeks. Busted digit. Galley, another former have. Montage! (laughs) He gets called up. He's a point-per-game player in the American League this year. Yeah.
1: Is Galchenyuk a point of game? 33 and 33 for the Colorado Yaggles. Yaggley. He had a great start to his career. Looked like they had a struck gold there. And then, Not so much. Not so much. Swap for Domi, right? So a- Swap for
2: Domi. He moved and bounced around there for, for a little bit. But, uh- Went to the Leafs for about three weeks. He was back again, and then he left the Leafs, and he was done again. So, uh, yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
2: East standing still crazy. Buffalo got that win yesterday. That helps. I mean, it hurts Alex. Apologies for that. Galchenyuk, a former senator, Alex. Was that, him. Jesus. No. Sorry,
1: so yeah. Yes, okay,
2: produce the show, Alex. Let's talk about your senators now, huh? Buffalo passes them with that win last night. Game's played even. I still think we get a good finish here. Uh, I, I'm not suggesting that other people don't think that. Like, there's a lot of teams here. Any one of those teams in the bottom want to reel off five or six. I would. I'd be just fine if the Islanders fell out. Yeah, totally. I don't need to see the Islanders. I mean, it's all. It's going to be like, look at that. If this is how it finishes, that's four games against Boston and wasted jet fuel. Seven nights and wasted. Wasn't that what, how Daryl described Colorado last yeah,
1: year? Eight days, jet fuel in eight days. Yeah.
2: So that's the East. Let's move to non-hockey. James, film enthusiast Garoppolo is a Las Vegas Raider. Jimmy G, you can't be hanging around with these mediocre quarterbacks like Derek Carr. Now, can we talk? Because we can talk about it here. So yeah. we'll explain what you. Well, when he was new in San Fran, yeah. he was spotted at a restaurant with a film star, a porn, a porn actress. Yes, yeah. that kind of film. And she was kind of on the back nine of her career. Who um, was it? Well, she was blonde and surprised she didn't fall forward. There Balance was, was going to be an yeah. issue. How do you spell Garoppolo? It's two R's, one L. Excuse me, two P's, one L. Oh, porn. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think it was better for her career than it was for his. But, uh, you know, he's got the handsome fellows, He's got the five o'clock shadow going every day. And uh, wasn't afraid to be going to a nice restaurant in San Francisco
1: <laughs> with uh, someone who made half her living on her knees, I believe. <laughs> Kiera Mia, who back then uh, predicted a Super Bowl victory for the 49ers because, quote, everything I touch turns to gold. Well, they lost that year in the Super Bowl, I believe. Mm. But you got him there. So now he goes to Vegas, and it's uh, interesting.
2: He's got Devontae Adams. We'll see. Not like he didn't have weapons in San Fran.
1: Film enthusiast headline from the New York post Jimmy Garoppolo's relationship life is not all porn stars <laughs> not all it's not all porn stars guys it's getting backed into a corner now from
2: guys messing about with some unsavory characters to one of the greatest characters that played sport for a living in Calgary Alex Singleton our boy friend of the show so good, getting paid It's a three year deal for the linebacker to stay in Denver. Could be worth as much as 18, nine guaranteed. Look, he's now, I believe 30 or close to it. Uh, It's football. Nine guaranteed is nearly triple his career earnings. This is a huge amount of work that's gone in from Alex being cut from the NFL, becoming a star in the CFL, going back to the NFL, burning through all those team control years to finally get to free agency. He's done it. Great hair, great yes. guy, great player. We see him in Calgary all the time, supporting Special Olympics. I believe his yep. sister Ashley is super mm-hmm. involved in that. They do weightlifting videos out of the garage in Thousand Oaks, California, together. He's an absolute legend. Great human. And
1: you and know, what? let's get closer to eighteen than nine. How about
2: that? Let's take let's it to your ass off. Get take let's it get all. eighteen. Take Alex, it all. how do you feel about it? Well, it sounded like he was didn't want to go anywhere. LFJ, right back where I belong. Singleton.
1: Yes. Good things to good people. Atta a boy, Alex, and chatting
2: with uh, Mr. Singleton to congratulate him on the deal. Mm-hmm. Going to be at the Flames Kings on Monday. Big mm-hmm. Flames fan. That's right. And said, he "And his sister
1: go to games after, all the time
2: after the uh, the deal." Now, no excuse not to get back up to Calgary this winter. So I said, "When you're when you're back,
1: that's right. Get in here. I'm sure that'll be front of front burner stuff for him. Look, He'll come and hang with busy us. Busy guy,
2: but he's he's been known to lend his time to." Uh, Numerous charitable causes, maybe even ours. Love it. Love this it. is a charity, all right. That's right. So. Yeah. Uh, more NFL smoke. Why would the Jets want Alan Lazard and Randall
1: Cobb, Dean? With the Jets closing in on a deal for Alan Lazard, another wide receiver expected to be on their radar. Packers veteran Randall Cobb. Packers, Packers. That's because of... Uh, Nathaniel, uh, it's the coach. It's Aaron. you done, blue, it, Aaron. So are the Jets just going to recreate the Packers in New York with and a, with a better defense and run game? I'll take it. So win ten games and then
2: lose. I mean, they did win a Super Bowl there. well When? A while ago.
1: Randall Randall Cobb was that was like thirty
2: years ago. I think Randall was alive then. God, he even played for the Pack. <laughs> Either way, just a lot of tea leaves saying far to the. Excuse me, not far, but that is another thing. Well, exactly. Rodgers to the Jets, huh? World Baseball Classic, Dino. Uh, it was a thumping, a mercy ruling. It's hard to take it. With a mercy rule, yes. And right. it's there's too many teams. There's not enough of the best players. And it was not close last night for Canada as the 12-1. First two pitchers allowed six runs each in, uh, what? I believe less than two innings of work. How'd they get to Seven. Uh, the, the 15 run mercy rule is for five and then 10 runs. Oh, at they seven. suck
1: it down. It's nice. Yeah.
4: Oof.
2: There is some good baseball players in this tournament. Japan's got a guy that I think you're going to have to keep your eye out for this year in uh, the majors.
1: So, oh, yeah.
2: Shohei Otani was yeah. named MVP of Pool B, I believe it is. Only Pool B, though. And I think he was six for 12, home run, bunch of RBIs, and only allowed one hit in four innings. <laughs> me kidding me?
1: Eight nice. Yeah, but how would he do in the bigs?
2: That's right. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see again. Get you some real competition. And finally, if you, if you want clunky and weird, how about this yesterday? We had a perfect game, but we didn't. So the tweet is from Jeff Passan. Let's yeah. have a read because there's a lot here. Here's a sentence that's never been written before and won't ever be written again. A baseball team just finished off a perfect game with a walk-off hit in the eighth inning, Puerto Rico 10, Israel 0, four pitchers, first perfect game in WBC history, mercy rule win. So the walk-off put them up by 10, which mercy ruled it, and because it went eight innings, not nine, it's not technically a perfect game. Mm. It's a perfect mercy rule eight-inning win. Huh? Again, not helping anybody. I with have this. questions about the tournament. Yeah. Well, and you'll be thrilled to hear an expanded field expected in 2026. Well, didn't
1: I see, Ch- did Chinese Taipei fall out or something? They have to, they've been relegated. They're gonna That's have to... tough,
2: yeah. Difficult. Like Canada's got Columbia, if I'm correct today. Oh, dear. Need a, need a W. Beat Great Britain, lost to the U.S. Let's go. Um, Great Cup was awarded to Winnipeg today for 2025. Your next three, Hamilton this winter. Love Hamilton in the winter. Vancouver next winter. At least it's kind of got yeah, a roof. Yep. And then Winnipeg, twenty twenty five, as noted by uh, most CFL fans. Boy, that's a long time to not have a great
1: cup in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, you know, what? Good. good. Yes, sure, okay. I am. I am guessing the ha- the fans in Hamilton are good fans. They'll show up. Yeah, it's Vancouver, so it's inside, so that makes sense. And in Winnipeg, they love CFL football. They'll they'll attend it. That's it'll good. be it'll be well done. But it'll be so. F- It's going to be a lot of pressure
2: for Bo this year in Hamilton at home for the Grey Cup. I
1: know, yeah. Oh, boy. Poor Bo. No, wealthy Bo. (laughs) Jump right in. (laughs) tie cat for life out there.
2: And finally, uh, I thought of Rhett when I saw this, but, Mm -hmm. you know, you know Rhett. Just, you know, there's some really great hockey players that before TV and before, you know, original six, there was couldn't make forward passes for a while. Like, we're just so skewed to the presence. We have this... The present, the recency bias in our heads. We only talk about the great players of today. Like nobody looks
1: back, way back, and talks about the dick pinches of the world. Old Dick Pinch,
2: born May third, nineteen 1942, forty-two,
1: six-two-one ninety-five. Look at those sideburns. So this is how you. This is old it in. Dick Pinch. You- <laughs> so. Uh- now, so who, who brought this to your attention and that's how you wedged it in is by Rhett, recency bias. So was Dean? Kind yeah. of a meandering way to get to use the name Dick Pinch. That's the Pinder Report. <laughs> brought to you by Village Honda, who is so proud to bring you the Pinder Report. Located at the Northwest Auto Mall, online at villagehonda.com. They are your dealership for life. And you know what else I've got? uh you get one of these oh my god <laughs> that's right that's uh that's also in the repertoire that's the now. first shovel of the <laughs> pot that's the first yeah shovel of the barn burner environment yeah old G- dp no because he was a long time ago they was they would still kind of have fun with his name then right they'd know what i don't think that if he was richard pinch and he was on the hockey team they would call him rich
2: You were calling him Dick Pinch the whole way. You know, Dick,
1: I was thinking, your name, (laughs) your first name is Dick, and your last name is Pinch. Kind of funny. Like, they connected those dots even back in in the 60s, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's good to know. Um, Great sideburns, well. Yeah. Mattingly, trim those sideburns. Mm -hmm. Do you have any idea what Big City Greens is?
2: I mean, I know enough that I've seen it. Zip around the PR world. I think they did
1: something ahead of the Super Bowl, and they're now doing something with the Rangers
2: in the NHL. It's
1: it's a it's on the Disney Channel. It's a kids it's a kids show. It's a cartoon, and for this game coming up between the Capitals and the New York Rangers, they are going to be. uh, And again, I I I guess I should have looked a little further. Anyway, they're they're doing the game on the Disney Channel in cartoon form uh coming up so this this video was put out by the disney channel this is uh one of the characters from big city greens it's cricket okay he's setting things up with uh with the national hockey league look who he talks to at the league office okay let's go cricket
0: Hello, Gary Bettman.
5: Hello, this is Cricket Green. By chance, are you the NHL Commissioner, Gary Bettman?
0: Yes, that's me. How can I help you?
5: (laughs) Really? Bingo, bingo. I knew that if I simply dialed enough random phone numbers that eventually the grand poobah would pick up.
0: Please, Gary's fine.
5: It is an honor to speak with you, my liege.
0: Your what? Okay, I'm hanging up now.
5: No, wait, I need your help. You see, my family and I love gathering around the TV to watch hockey together. However, during a recent game, I may have gotten incredibly excited and accidentally completely destroyed my family's TV. Now we have no way to watch the games. Uh,
0: Yeah, you would have been thrown in the penalty box for that one. What do you want the NHL to do? You want us to fix your broken TV?
5: I was hoping you could uproot a real NHL game and move it to Big City, preferably right outside my house.
0: We do love Big Cities, and you do seem to have a lot of energy.
5: You know it.
0: I'll tell you what. We'll bring the NHL to Big City, but under one condition. You and your family lace up some skates and get out there on the ice with our players.
5: Are you serious? We'd love to play in the NHL. Now, of course, we've never played hockey. Uh, We're a little foggy on the rules, and I do not take direction very well. But I assure you, sir, you will not regret this. Uh,
0: I think I might regret this.
1: Just some tremendous acting chops from Gary. Cricket was pretty good too. Cricket was, uh, yeah, cricket was bang on. So now, the alternate presentation of the Capitals Rangers game will feature live, real time, volumetric animation of players and teams modeled after their characters on the show Big City Greens. In addition to real time animation of the live game action, Uh, they've worked with some other company to create animated versions of the commentators kevin weeks drew carter they're going to be uh there it is so it's um look we're having some fun with it Uh, you know try stuff right i don't want to be that guy i don't want to say try stuff have fun just have fun sports is fun and then they do something fun and i poo poo it but um watching gary do you leave those on please that's a good look watching gary uh we've only scratched the surface now for for what he is able to do well and
2: you know you start small it's a couple lines here maybe it's a cameo there um i feel like he, he we haven't even really got into the action we haven't got into any sort of dramatic you know there's more tension out there in some other roles so i i think the sky's the limit for all gear.
1: so will you watch this will you check this out espn plus disney plus no, i would guess probably for us it's Disney Plus. disney plus plus for, for sure, sure. So, it's tonight, I'm telling you, seven is five,
2: five o'clock. Kids, uh, kids home from tennis lessons, and throw that on Disney Plus. See if they like it. Sure. All
1: right. Good for you. Well, Gary, Gary,
2: yeah. boy, he's busy too. I don't have his
1: time for that. No, no, Gary is just fine.
2: I do think I will be regretting this. <laughs> well, at least he wasn't really stiff, and you know, didn't have yeah. lawyery vibes old batman
1: uh want to throw it out there again april the 14th where are you gonna be (laughs) my best pal
2: dean boomer that's right you're
1: gonna be at the Greagle, my friend gray eagle resort and casino the event center we are bringing the inaugural barn burner playoff draft to life We're putting the booster cables to it. We're bringing it back. It's going to be unbelievable. We are going to be putting teams on sale here shortly. I know we've been, you know what this is? This is the pre-promo. By the end of the week, we just want everybody to be ready and to be aware because we are going to have, in a way, kind of our first real live event with, uh, with fans of the show and listeners and all of that. Tables will be set up. I think tablecloths is mm-hmm. going to be all very fancy. Lanyards, We're going to have all kinds of printouts. Podium set up. We're going to have the full draft board and everything. Selling teams with uh, in support of Kids Sport, which we've done in the past and happy to uh, get that relationship back up and running again with Kevin Webster and Kids Sport. And I believe the winners from the last one we did are going to be there. Part of their yeah. prize package was, and you get... Entry into the next one and that's, you know, whatever. we're nice enough to let that. happen. We? So we're going to bring them back. They're coming in. We've got, uh, and then we've had some other people say, Oh yeah, we're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and the truth will be in the pudding when we put these uh, teams on sale. I believe it'll be nation gear, the same website nation we used yeah? for the Christmas campaign. We will use as well for this, And Rhett was very inebriated at the last one. You were not there, right? The first one I was at, or it was the second, but not the first. I got to one, not the other. Yeah.
2: Palace, and we had a team of winners. So it was, uh, I think, Pat
1: and myself and a bunch of winners at a table. Because we had just done a trip. We were in L.A. for the Kings-Ducks trip. I hung out and stayed at Disney for a couple of days. You were on
2: mornings and God, I was on afternoons oh, yeah. at that point. Oh
1: yeah. God, I was
2: on mornings forever. Dude. No, I just mean, I wasn't working with you at that point. Yeah. So that would, okay. God almighty.
1: Okay, God, God almighty. almighty. So get ready. Teams go on sale later this week and it's going to be a fun night. Teams of eight. You're all at your table. We might have some celebrities there. There's going to be some wrinkles. There's going to, it's not just, we're I'll take a, Danny Sadine, we're gonna have some fun, right? It's gonna be oh not, your, uh, not your Danny not your run of the mill BS kind of a boring night. We're gonna have some food, some booze, and some laughs, and some guests, some, you know, some swerves and all kinds. What Was Pass
2: the first off the board? Bruins look pretty damn good. Tough path though, or maybe you go McDavid because it's McJ.
1: Like it's just. Or do you go with Lena Salmark? I don't know. I oh, do go go goalie, goalie, yeah, yeah. goalie points. Maybe uh, it's it's all about D. D's are a tightening right. on D. Do we go to... Kale McCarr
2: first? Calgary guy. What do we do? I don't know. We gotta get this Charlie McAvoy. We're going out.
1: Charlie McAvoy. C Mac. Are his numbers gonna go down because Orlov's been so good Orlov, since he got Get there. him. Let's go. I'm telling you, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the conversations that'll be had at those tables, people. Yusuf Alamaki, JJ Moser. What do we take that? That's right. That's right. Playoff, yeah. pool, so Connor Mac. Yeah, yeah. Um. And uh, and I know he's listening because he's been texting Greg, our buddy Greg at Bonton meets. Greg, um, I I'm not. It's not important what he's saying, but just know this: Greg likes hard, honest working people. He doesn't so like he people. Us. He doesn't like. Yeah, he's, I don't know what he's doing with us. He doesn't like people that have excuses. Okay, like maybe you know I was playing on the wrong wing or whatever. It's like uh, you know what? Enough excuses. Just play. Yeah, how about just get scoring? out there and play. How about? Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of no nonsense kind of mentality that he's brought to his business. Let's go. We ha- we're a we're a butcher shop, we're the meat market. We're b- why would we bring in subpar? No excuses. Just get the best. Only the best. Get Since the triple A Alberta One. beef, Let's get the go. best cuts. Let's not Wait a minute, let me look at. We're not putting that out on the floor. Only the best of the best. And he's been uh been chiming in. And again, I'm just waiting on him because we've got the playoff draft. I believe that there might be another event where we might be partnering with.
2: Well, I mean, he will probably
1: have a little more marketing budget once Red gets back to town in April.
2: (laughs) He's, Coffers
1: will be flashing all the time. It's been poor, it's been rough on Bonton meat, <laughs> which is why we want to tell you do slide by the the Warner move has been it's devastating. just been devastating to the bottom line. Calgary tradition since 1991, 28 Crowfoot Circle Northwest, beef ribs, pork ribs, and again, it's you may not think of it going you can go grab your lunch there they got the meat pies they've got some stuff already prepared in the one showcase i don't know that i've had a meat pie from there oh, and that's ridiculous goodness. i love meat pies they're dynamite man and you know what you we'll, we're, we're gonna go up there we're gonna, we got some things i we're gonna do a video and show you i've talked told you about it yeah. the the machine that they have the units that the they pies. have to make the meat pies yeah. it looks like it's a medieval torture device i like that that's what makes the best pies and hopefully you know they put your put your balls in there give them a squeeze dick pinch yeah <laughs> Dick. <laughs> well done Bonton meat market uh long time friend of our show friend of ours and uh has just been doing it forever and for good reason is he coming to the draft or is he holding his cards tight to the vest I, d- I don't know the uh you want him there if you're listening and watching but it's a, him you know drink. it's a friday night and it's because we've reached out yeah. to a few people but people have lives ryan People have things going on in their world. He
2: wants to tell us in a week that he wants in. It's going to be too late. Uh, I it's going know, to be full. So just commit, make it work.
1: Free range poultry, grain fed Alberta lamb, milk fed veal, fresh Alberta pork, AAA beef, the best of the best. Twenty eight Crowfoot Circle, Northwest. Delicious. Uh, we'll do our betway bets. You know what? I was gonna. I wanted to mention this. On Thursday, the Flames are in. Vegas, to play the Golden Knights. I saw this on social this morning. The Vegas Golden Knight Foundation, they have, we call it the 50-50 draws here. They have a 51-49. And what they are doing with the 51-49 raffle on Thursday is taking, obviously... I'm guessing probably 51 goes to the winner. Maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe the house always wins. Whatever it's Vegas. It is. I yeah. don't know. But uh, the half-ish is going to be sent towards ALS Research in honor of Chris Snow, Flames, Assistant General Manager. Amazing. That's a great- Snowy uh, strong. Awesome. So very cool that they would think to do that and that they would be doing that. So if you happen to be going to Vegas, I guess, uh, buy a 51-49 ticket or do whatever you can. But either way, they're heart in, in the right place. We do take our shots at Vegas. we good to know that there's you know not all dark- black hearts in there and kelsey had posted a video recently after multiple trips
2: back to the hospital in the new year uh, chris was back out on the ice again with his son um amazing i just it's it's the i only, you can't i can't talk you're gonna about break it. down you'll you'll cry i, I know <laughs> I you well I, enough you're gonna be a puddle um you start we won't be able to stop the
1: the guy is a thug he is a gangster it's tough as they get tough at, just you talk about it you have shit going on in your life and it's giving you, you had a bad day. God, uh, set, reset your dials. This guy is unbelievable. Uh, you, you saw true living kind of water up at the press mm-hmm. conference when he was asked about Good it, but Kelsey's awesome. Their kids, their family, they are tremendous. And I know they are selling stickers, helmet stickers, ah. and a lot of local hockey teams have been buying or sports teams, whatever it is. Sweet. And if, uh, and, and the money there, they're looking to raise $10,000 from this sticker. Uh, campaign you know what we'll do we'll put it on our social it's a great idea because i can i'll just it'll take me a couple minutes to probably find it here um but if you uh you know for your team you can buy them individually you can buy them for your team all that sort of thing we'll put the uh we'll put the stuff on social where you can go and get that and what's what, what why stop at 10 why stop at 10 grand let's uh let's do let's a little bit going. more than that for snowy strong awesome and Kelsey tweeting her daughter's team manager drew and
2: created the stickers and yep. call them the little stickers that could. Seeing them all over the helmets around the uh, the world means so much to us. Awesome, there isn't that go. great? Sweet,
1: love it, love it, love it, love it. Let's do uh, let's do our betway bets of the day, and we can. Uh, oh boy, look at the time. Goodness gracious, time to get the out of here. Man, it's a lot. You mentioned Tyler Toffoli's name, did you? Well, looky here. Looky here. Flames, Yotes, Tyler Toffoli, anytime goal, plus 162. Damn, boy. Damn, boy is right. Clayton Keller has 29 goals, 64 points. He's the first star of the week. Wow. He is on, you talk about being on a heater. He tied it against Minnesota and won it in overtime, that little bastard. 10 points in his last five games. Oh. I'm going in on Clayton Keller anytime Chase. goal, plus 162. I don't know how I miss on these tonight. Yeah, I mean, here's the one
2: thing. Markstrom shut out against Minnesota. Backland's the only one that scores against him. The other yeah, night. beat him clean. Yeah. That might be the only way you don't get any money on that. So Clayton Markstrom Keller. didn't know what he was going to do. It's well, it's like he didn't do his homework on, on Backland. Backlund. Yeah. No. Uh, okay, here are my Betway bets. Let's take a peek. I'm also focusing in on Flames Yotes from Mullet Arena. Jonathan Huberto's on left wing, guys. There's no more <laughs> excuses.
1: I don't no <laughs> excuses. I don't care what wing you play on. Get some results. Just get, you know what, enough. Let's go. That's right. Look better. Also don't
2: mind that line with dubs on the right. A little speed for those two cowboys. And uh, I like this as well. Rasmus Anderson on the power play. He's been great of late. Really like him and Wiggs. Love him on the power play always. And Plus 250 for a single power play. Just point? one. I now, hit one of those two. I'm way up. Now they're going to have to score in the power play. That's correct.
1: It's the only thing. Do you remember the game they had in Arizona? Colorado? I do, yeah.
2: yeah. I feel like they did a couple times
1: there. So there you go. Those are the Betway bets of the day. Get the app on your phone. Play along at home or wherever you are. 19 years of age. Ontario iGaming. You see it all there. Betway bets of the day. Thank you to Betway. <laughs> Betway. So it is. I asked you off. The, and there's 12 games tonight. We mentioned the win. The Jets are in action. Carolina, tough Come opponent. On Carolina,
2: do something for us here. Let's go, Freddie Anderson. Hang a zero. Let's go.
1: What's six minus two? Ooh. Um, because I'm not doing math anymore. Because the gap right now is six points, and if the Flames can win and the Jets lose in regulation, in theory, that should, you know, narrow that gap down. I'm totally with you three power play goals last time those are four feels better than six
2: right so much better so much better so much better come on yes and then they gotta play boston when they get home first game back on a road trip come on let's go
1: after tonight oh can't wait yeah me too yeah after Eight o'clock with start, start we're with on 11 yeah, and overtime ah, it doesn't matter listen uh, no, it doesn't yeah. matter what time it is because just throw it on just I want to get the car tomorrow. We just care about you putting out more content every after every Flames uh every Flames game during the week. We've got a uh, little post game show we call it Afterburner. It's available on Facebook goes live everywhere on video and then the audio is available for your download whether you're wherever on your you Spotify, like Apple, wherever you're getting it, wherever you're getting your podcast. buddy YouTube live. let cool. So maybe you Maybe you don't stay up for the game. And you're thinking, man, Should. I was very tired last night. I had to go to sleep. I wonder who won that game. And, boy, I really wonder what Boomer and Pinder thought. Afterburner. Was Downloaded. that loudmouth and the fat guy? I wonder if they had anything to say about this game. Those hmm. guys look really tired. God, they look old. God, do they, they look
2: weathered. I was excited to see when they went to video. I could see them. And then I'm like, Jesus, I don't need to see this God, anymore. <laughs> imagine
1: what they're going to look like after the Vegas game in two nights. That's another late game for me.
2: Thanks. And Rhett with his fishing trip, yeah, it's just Rhett. a lot of bad looks. There it is.
1: <laughs> we appreciate you, everyone. Have yourself a fine rest of your day whenever you're taking this in. We'll be back tomorrow, tonight as well. Burn it. Have a good one. See ya buddies. Rhett would say I would suck. Yeah.